0: Alrighty, good morning everybody We're back with the Bozo Buzz episode 8 Let's get it and win it So I'm disappointed um, <laughs> I'm glad I stopped it when I did So I got the little USB plug for my little microphone Alright, so that I could plug it directly into my phone Instead of like a computer, which burned me last time We all talked about it And So I got it from Amazon, ready to go Plugged it in Well, I just started like a 5 minutes before this and I did a one minute recording Just to see where it lines up How everything is And it actually, it was like It sounded the same as like what I'm doing right now Which, whoopty doopty But the, the voice kept like It sounded like it was like crackling Like That's what it was like doing as I'm talking And I'm not about to record a podcast And find out afterwards that that's the whole entire podcast it'll be another laptop deleting my thing story so there goes that idea i tried i mean it was only 10 bucks for the usb iphone adapter thing but whatever i tried so we're back so this will have to suffice but the reason why i want the mic though is like when i scream and yell it doesn't blow out your speakers you could hear me yelling but it keeps it the same volume that's what i want I don't know if I'll ever get it unless I start doing it with my laptop. But then, like, I'm not going to be doing it going to work. I'm going to have to do it, like, at home and, like, plan a time for that. And I don't know. It just doesn't work out for me like that because I have ideas that I want to talk about now. For example, uh, my buddy Anthony called me. And we were talking yesterday. And what was supposed to be, like, a quick, like, one-minute phone call, I think, went for, like, 45 minutes. And we just went down the rabbit hole. Like we covered based on so many topics like conspiracy theories, the FLDS with the Mormons and that Netflix episode that I was telling you guys, you got to watch, keep sweet and obey. It's incredible. And we just went down this creation, Elon Musk's hole. And the conversation was just rolling, rolling. I was probably doing most of the talking, (laughs) but that's how I like doing my podcasts. And I think if I were to sit down I don't think it'd be cool. I don't think it'd be like authentic. I don't. I, I think it'd be like, all right, what did I say here? Let me go ahead and record. Like, I don't. I don't know. That's why I just like doing it here and now. But I woke up this morning and Instagram was flipping out at me. Um, and when I say flipping out, I just get. Even though I get hate mail every single day, I just get more than what I normally get. That's what I call flipping out. <sighs> Sorry, having my little energy drink. But when I woke up, um, I only had, like, 10 message requests, which uh, Instagram puts them in, like, a file where it detects, like, hate speech and all this stuff. So I had, like, 10 of those. I'm like, oh, boy, here we go. Which I'm going to complain about later today on my Instagram because I think it's funny. But people are – they get so butthurt when someone they follow does not align with their views, and it's funny because, like, in this day and age, you can't have a conversation. You can't have a disagreement with people. Like, there's no, there's no such thing. They're just gonna call you out and say you're a, you're a f and a hole. You're stupid. You're dumb as fuck. All this stuff. They're just gonna call you every name in the book, but then not have any proof. So this, this one moron, TJ McCann or something. So, now, the Instagram story was my bad the way I worded it Because it obviously caused confusion I said, with the Highland Park shooter That the news, like CNN and all those other crap sites In the title of the Highland Park shooter It was like, mass shooting, Highland Park Shooter was seen at Trump rally days before Like, what does that have to do with anything? Like, can you imagine if it's like, hey, um Orlando nightclub shooting at the Pulse Shooter was seen at Victoria's Secrets uh, Last night So But see how these sites just know how to use it And intertwine propaganda And there, it can't be that I'm the only one that sees this Like it, it just can't be Like, And I feel like everyone is smart enough to just be like Yeah like wow like what are the chances they do say that Like that's wild That has nothing to do with nothing But like I'm wrong People think that has everything to do with like Topics and titles, and that like blows my mind. That literally blows my. Mind. How, <sighs> like, you would never see someone that says, um, you know, a shot, a, a shot, a cop shot to death by cold blooded killer in Chicago was seen shaking Obama's hand two days before. You would never see that, ever. And we all know Obama incited lots of violence with the riots against police and everything. That's a known fact Can't tell me differently Stupid idiot Hate when you go to pass a car And they like Take off And then then they double pass you Like Good one Um, But yeah so like that had nothing to do with anything So I should have specified about him not being a Trump supporter Rather than being at the rally That's where it got jammed up um, and I posted a picture of what this clown looked like. Because he had like a pink hat, rainbow scarf. He had hair all weird, little hippie glasses. It was all these different... It was like a collage of all these different pictures of what this shooter looked like. And it was like, there's there's no way. Like, you had to throw the Trump supporter or Trump rally thing in there. There's no way he's a Trump supporter. Well, when I made my Instagram story, I said... Like, yo, there's no way he's a Trump supporter at a rally. Blah, blah. That has nothing to do with nothing. I don't know why the news even said that. This is not what Trump people look like. Blah, blah. You might as well say he has a vagina hat on and he looks like a Trump supporter. Like, you might as well say that. It just doesn't make sense. So, this T.J. McCann clown, he sends me a picture of the shooter attending the Trump, like, well, he was in front of a Trump flag. I guess it's a a rally, not really much proof, but he seemed very adamant on it, so he sends me this picture, it's kind of blurry, this weirdo is standing in front of this Trump flag, and he's, this, this clown sends me it, like, 15 times in my DMs, boom, 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 and I'm, like, looking through, like, okay, because, like, all the images are, are, are blurred, you know, because they're, like, for your safety, whatever, you gotta click on them, and then... He finally types and goes, you... He goes, you... You dumb as fuck. So, first of all, you mean you're, right? You are dumb as fuck? Not you dumb as fuck? Oh, okay, okay. We'll, we'll, we'll let that slide. See who's the, the real dumb one here. So then, he sends me again, after he says that, and looks himself... Makes himself look like an idiot. Sends me the picture, like, five more times. The same exact picture. And he goes... You can literally see him standing there. And see, I should have been more clear on my, uh, on my Instagram that it's the fact that... It, not, not that he wants it at a rally. It's the fact that he's not a Trump supporter. He may have just been at a rally. Like, but since when has a Trump rally made people go and do a mass shooting? That's what, that's what the media is trying to tell you. That's what they're trying to like, make it out to be. And it's not. Like, you don't have to put two and two together to figure this out. It's stupid. Uh, there's a trooper up there. But we're all passing him. Huh. Um, yeah. So, people get so scared passing troopers. Like, you are the biggest pussies ever. Like, we're doing 68 in a 70-mile-an-hour zone like good one oh, just so scared and the guy's probably like going home that's why he's not even like going that fast what is a state trooper the suv one but yeah so he's just in there just spouting off so i'm gonna i'm gonna clarify today what I met like he might have been at a Trump rally but he's not a Trump supporter. There's there's no way. There's no there's no way. You could blame Trump for all you want, but you don't have the facts to back it up. You even take the big insurrection of January 6th. Not even that bad. Like whatever. And it's actually funny. I've heard different theories about it with the January 6th insurrection. And uh the one was What's funny about that Is like our tax dollars Paid for those buildings So we own those buildings So you don't get a right to say What we can and can't do With our buildings And I was like Oh It's kind of interesting I mean there should be Guidelines and stuff You can't go in there Smashing windows and stuff But like it's, That's kind of funny Like that is true It's our tax dollars You know Can you imagine like CNN Or one of these other uh, Agenda pushers news sites if they were around when the Boston Tea Party happened. Can you imagine? It would be a bunch of extremists seen at a Trump rally two days prior. Trespassed on a private, property, privately owned boat. Capsized more than 56 huge crates of tea. Now there's a tea shortage in America. But don't worry, George Washington is going to try to, um, have more tea imported. But the war... The silver war is, is holding all the, all the ports back. And we're not going to get it fast enough. But this is all because those guys went to the Trump rally. That's... That's like how it would be like posted. There's no, there's no way. Wild. Wild. And there's so many testimonies. Did you guys see... Also too, there was a guy... He was supposed to... Oh, he was head of security. Head of security And he was Supposed to testify Where he was Or how he was told To stand down And not fight them Or something It was this big thing It was supposed to like Break the case And then he randomly Gets shot Like Outside of like A bagel shop Just Random killing Boom Dead Over And nobody's Talking about it Like you could Like google it I forget the guy's name but Google, uh, man testifies January 6th, shot dead. And It'll pop up with his picture and everything. And then Snopes is all o- over it. There's claims that this man was shot because he was supposed to um, give a testimony. But clearly this is untrue. Like Snopes is the biggest bullshitter ever. You think, like they created Snopes to fact check everybody. So back in the day, they fact checked everybody hardcore. They brought up a trust that you could trust on Snopes because whatever they say would be true. They were a good site to fact check everything on. They did the research. They were good for what? 10 plus years? Because I remember being on MySpace and Snopes was around back then. And you could fact check everything back then. And it it was correct and it was accurate and it had data and facts and evidence. Nowadays, Snopes does not have that. They just say, this claim is false. That's it that's it there, there's, there's no proof there's no evidence there's no facts but since they already built up a repertoire people are like ah yes, yeah, Snopes said it's false it's false no who was the person back in the day that said question everything question everything question your faith make sure you believe what you believe question evidence question your government Question your neighbors, question your friends, question your wife, question everything. Don't just take people's word for it because it turns out you are the sheep if that's what it comes down to. If you don't know how to think for yourself and question anything, just roll right along with what everyone's telling you to believe. You're a sheep. That's what it comes down to. And I see that so much now. Everyone's quick to be like, oh Trump supporters, they're the sheep. You know, they're like little herds and flocks. Okay? Why do you believe what you believe? Well well, I don't know. Cause Snopes told me to. Okay. So bah. Well that was a poor sheep sound. Bah. It's a little better. It's wild. It's wild. And can we also uh, Railroad track this conversation For a hot second Can we all agree that we hate cyclists Like people that ride bicycles Right (laughs) Like they don't pay They're supposed to pay attention To the rules of the road They don't And then they get butt hurt They get butt hurt uh, When someone like cuts them off or, Or rides too close to them Then they get all mad But then like they're the ones Like running stop signs And street lights And all this stuff Nah There was one time This is funny uh, back up in Pennsylvania, it was years ago, and I've always hated cyclists. They're just morons. Uh, but a couple of my buddies do do the cycling thing, and I just make fun of them all the time because it's funny. But I came to a four-way stop sign, and on the other side of me was a long hill. Four-way stop sign, and I see like there's bikes coming over over the hill. So the one guy comes to the bottom. Stops, And then he goes through the stop sign really slow. And it just starts a train of bikes coming through the stop sign. No one's stopping. I'm sitting at the four-way stop sign like, uh, can I go now? And the bikes are going, going. And I was like, what am I doing? I'm just going to go. So I put up my blinker, I, I kid you not. I put on my blinker and I pulled out and I started turning. And these cyclists, there was one female lady throwing her hands up what are you doing you see us coming and I went my window down and I was like you have a stop sign you have a stop I'm going slow enough we're like they're like hitting their brakes and trying to go around the car and everything like that oh it was great it was great they probably all got for beers afterwards and want talk about like the a-hole in the car like that and that, that was totally me and not guaranteed Guaranteed not one person was like Well you know guys maybe we were wrong Because we didn't stop for the stop sign And we're supposed to abide by the rules of the road Guaranteed that was never brought up once They were probably just all jerking each other off Like I can't believe that car Didn't he see us coming down the hill What a jerk off You know Had to be (laughs) Had to be And then they wear like little spandex I don't understand that either Like, you're not competing. Seconds don't matter in your race. It's not like if you come in first place, you win a million dollars. You know, you're riding around the valley of looks Can you relax? You're probably trying to swerve potholes. So how is this this a thing? And yet there they are in their little tight little spandex wearing their little cups or whatever they, they wear, shredding off milliseconds on their ride. To get one with the wind, I just find it like kind of funny. Like it's dorky. You're a dork. Like, relax. Now, I, the only thing I could agree with, if it's for like chaf- uh, chafing, 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 yeah, chafing, chafing, I don't know now, chafing. If it's for like chafing, like you wear like jean shorts, it's gonna start rubbing on you after so many miles. But like people even act like miles are a huge thing while riding a bike. Which is kind of funny to me. So, like, I remember one person told me. They were like, yeah, I took the bike out today. You know, I got a good five miles in today. Like, that's five miles, man. That's a lot of mileage. Like, is it? Because if you ride a bike, like one of those little bikes, those fast bikes, 35 miles per hour is what you usually, like, ride a bike at. 35 miles per hour. That means if you go 35 You'll go 35 miles in one hour. So this person's like, yeah, I rode five, five miles this morning. It was, it was a really good run. You, you know, got her done, got a good sweat going on. Five, like, how slow were you going? And was your bike ride only like three minutes long? Like, that's not, that's not that impressive. Five so. I want to hear you say, yeah, I did last 60 miles on Saturday. Then I'd be like, wow, you're probably riding your bike for two or three hours. You know, depending with like hills and stuff. But five, so it's not impressive at all, at all, <laughs> but like, good for you, I guess, and then, <laughs> so the, I found in my notes on my iPhone, uh, different podcast notes, yeah, buddy, I'll run you right out the freaking road, I found different notes, and apparently I started a podcast list, before I started my podcast list And this was back like three years ago Four years ago This list was made Before Big Brother And there's only like four things on it So I'm just gonna whack them all out Um You know what's a huge pet peeve of me Whether it's cigarettes Or t- tobacco Don't spit it Or throw it out where people walk like I saw, I saw a video, and I I seriously want want to do it, but I think um I think I I saw the lawyer on TikTok. He he like broke it down how it's actually illegal. Um, oh my arm is bleeding, but. Someone threw a cigarette out on the street, and the motorcycle pulled up next to them and picked up the cigarette and threw it back in their car. And now those people had to frantically like pull their car over, get out, try to get the cigarette out because it's gonna burn a hole in their carpet or burn a hole in their suede seat or leather seat. Like it's freaking epic. Like that's an epic thing. But I think I saw a lawyer break it down, and here it's like illegal because you're like inciting violence or something, or you're um, what was it? It could be terrorist threats or something. It was it was something like that. It was a little wild. Committing an act of terror I don't know It was It was something where like The person could get seriously injured Cause like the gas And the fumes And combustion And a cigarette burning Like it's It, it overpowers the littering crime So But that That is epic though I would love to do that At least one time in my life Grab a cigarette Throw it right back in their car Like epic Cause they will think twice For the rest of their life When they go to throw a cigarette Out the window They'll they'll quickly go, uh, should I, like, uh, is there any motorcycles around? Like, you know for a fact they'll be thinking, I want to do that so bad. But I remember when I worked at Old Dominion, <clears throat> we had disgusting freaking dirt balls that would chew. And as they were walking up, like, the, the, the ramp to get into our terminal, they would spit, like, right on the ramp. It's like, you'd be coming into work in the morning. Oh, there's a homeless guy sleeping on the sidewalk. You would come to work in the morning and, like, be walking and, and, like, walking and dodging, like, three little spit marks. Why are you going so slow? Three little spit marks that are on the ramp. And it was, it was just freaking disgusting. Like, why? Like, is there nothing, is there no common sense in, in your head? You'd be like, wow, people are going to be walking up here. I should probably spit. Like, is that, did, did, did you inherit that from your parents? Like the the ignorance is bliss, like you obviously got that from somewhere. You're not that stupid. I just think people don't don't care, and I think when you don't care for a while, you end up not realizing what you're doing. I think that's what you end up doing. Um, that was the other thing on my little podcast rant, and then the other one was, uh, oh, that was it. Oh, that, oh, and then I had one more. I had it titled here: the awkward moment. I was really drumming my podcast up like a couple years ago. Oh. So guys, this part of the podcast is called Awkward Moments. Um, all it was is when I used to work at my old job, and I'm glad I'm union now because now it doesn't work like this. Uh, when I worked at McLean as food service, McLean had your back on everything. Policy was policy. If someone wanted to go against policy, you had the right not to de- like deliver their stuff. You could call McLean. And be like, yeah, they want me to separate everything. I'm not separating anything because that's not my job, blah, blah. And McLean would be like, that's right. If they're not going to take it, you'll bring it all back. And you'd be like, yeah. And you go walking back in the store like, we're going to bring it all back if you're not going to sign for it right now. We're at it. And it was constantly this huge fight. It was freaking awesome. And that was my first truck driving job. So I was like, oh, this is what truck driving is like. This is awesome. This is amazing. So. I, I end up leaving uh, McLean After five five months I just They were making you run illegal I had to run two different log books and blah, 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 blah. I, Every shift I'd do three shifts a week And each shift was 27 to 34 hours long And you were awake During that entire time Moving freight Driving Unloading your trailer Driving And you always had a buddy with you uh, Another team person So there was no privacy Like I, I, I could only do it Five months And I was done I was like Could not carry on any longer But um, so I ended up going to Cormark And Cormark was in our food service place But I quickly found out that they did not hold their policy Like I thought they were going to hold their policy And i will out walking into a, a, little, a little shop the one day um, And the big thing is The policies with delivering food to like a, a gas station Like you know like all the snacks and everything They, they come in like in a tractor trailer Usually we deliver like in the mornings It's very rare you see us out there Because the parking lots are too full of people and cars So um. Yeah So the policy is when you, when you bring in Like a whole hand cart Of product Because we stack it on the hand cart Because these trailers are floor loaded with all these boxes So you bring the hand cart in And the policy was the first aisle As soon as you walk in the door That's where everything goes First aisle, boom, right there And then if you had a uh, Hand cart full of like Cooler items you could put that over by the cooler door. You weren't required to go inside the cooler where the soda was and everything. You just had to put it by the door. That was policy. So a lot of times we just do it to be nice. We'd, we'd put a whole, hand, a whole hand cart like in the cooler for the for the people, like stuff like that. So um, it just depends how the people like responded to you. So when I got this one stop with Cormark, I was still new to Cormark. And I was probably there for maybe like two or three weeks. And I go walk in this little, like, gas station. And I said, how's it going? Gormark here, bringing in your stuff. And he's like, all right. So I brought in um, a bunch of boxes of foods. No. I brought in one hand cart. And I brought it in. And I put it there right in the first aisle. And the little Indian guy, he's like, no, 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 no. He's like, you put the boxes here. You put juice in over this aisle. And you put the soda over in cooler. And you put the freezer stuff. In freezer stuff, out back. And I was like, oh, yeah, buddy. No, we don't. That's not policy. Either you can take it right here or I'm taking everything back. And he's like, fine. Take it all back. And I was like, fine. So I figured I'd put it back on my hand cart, wheeled it back outside, <clears throat> and I called Cormark. And I said, yeah. I was like, I brought everything in on, on the hand truck, put it down. Uh, the customer here, he wants me to split everything up all in different aisles. So I was letting you know that it has to come back. I remember the guy His name was Gary He's like Sam Do do you think you could just work with the customer, Sam? And I was like What? Yeah You know like We want to keep these customers happy Because like They're our clients Um, Can you just work with them, you know Just this once Like just Just try to do what he says and I was like, are you serious, Gary? I have to walk back in there like a loser, like a dog with a tail between the legs. Now, I was still new to driving. So, like, I thought this is how, how it worked. When in reality, I have bigger balls today. That's not a big deal. And I'm just like, bro. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I'm just trying to work. So, I I gathered the stuff back up on the hand truck. Walked it back in. And the Indian guy, uh, you should have seen how excited he was that he freaking owned me. Like, and he did. Like, he got me. And I walked back in there. I was like, all right, where do you want the boxes? All oh, boxes in the number one aisle. Juice in number two. I'm just like, all right, buddy. I was like, yeah. I was like, I was told that we're not supposed to be be doing this. But when I called Cormac, they said to go ahead and do it. I know. I know. I talked to Cormac. They tell me you do this. I like, okay, okay. All right. Nowadays, I know better. That would never happen. Ever. Especially being union now. That's really not going to happen. Guaranteed. <laughs> like, guaranteed. That's what's nice about the union is you can abide by the policy. They, uh, A company cannot make you go out beyond policy because they're a union. Like, that's that's the way it goes. Um, they can only keep it within policy as long as you feel safe doing so. At any given time, you can be like, oh, I don't feel safe in there, you know? So with that there's a low thing in the cooler, you might hit your head on it. You know, there's always something to do or say. <sighs> it was always wild. I was that, that was embarrassing. That, that, that was probably the most embarrassing thing of my uh, driving career, I would think, because nothing else really happened. Um, I've I just got smarter. I've got bigger balls. Like where I just know what to say. I know how to deal with customers now. In hindsight, I'd probably walk in and just be like, hey, like it was only one cart. I'd probably just walk in now and be like, hey, I got your stuff. You want your cooler stuff in the cooler? I, got, I could do that for you and I'm not going to split everything up. You know, like negotiate instead of being like, well, I'm taking everything back. Because then like you just fail hardcore because you bring it back an entire order. You know, it's easier for Cormart to think that you're going to break it up than bring it all back. In other news, Zach finally lost his front tooth. And I've been waiting for that tooth. He claims... Zach, it, was, it, was, it wasn't a snaggle tooth. Just the word snaggle. Snaggle tooth. It's, it's full of disgust. Putrid hate. But he had like a darker tooth right in the front. Like his one front tooth, the big tooth, was dark. He claims that he heard it on the trampoline when we lived at our old house on Mountaintop. But there's no way he could like re- remember that And I'm pretty sure it already was Banged or whatever He definitely banged it because it was not always that color And then when we took it to a dentist like two years ago They were like yeah, like, good to get this baby tooth Like the root inside was dead or something Like he like they said he definitely banged it on something it was, Like fell or something But it wasn't like last year in Mount Top Like he says But anyhow, it's been so loose <clears throat> Sorry I do my last five hour. It's been so loose. And I came home one day and this is like, Sam, you, you got to pull it out. Like, look how loose it is. It's disgusting. Blah, blah. So I'm like, all right. And um, I like poked at it and like it was loose, but it didn't feel like super, super loose where I would have pulled it. But I was like, eh, whatever. Like, maybe that's how big tooths are. I, mean, I don't know. So... I, I beefed up Zach like I'm gonna pull your tooth, buddy. I'm gonna pull your tooth. I'm gonna pull your tooth. It was, a, it was a huge production in the bathroom. Are you ready, buddy? And he's like, you know, Zach ha- is getting into his own skin where he like he tries to be funny and he's like, I'm so nervous. Like he's like joking around and it w- it was a good time. So I like touched it and I was like, all right. I was, I was like, let me go get a, a paper towel. So I got a paper towel, grabbed it, and I ripped. And still, it did not move. My hand, my finger slipped right off even with the paper towel. So it was definitely not ready. I've pulled teeth before, and maybe just because it was a front tooth, it was a little stronger. I don't know what it was. So that scarred Zach. And he's like, "I told you, I should have. You should have done it." Blah blah blah. And I'm like, "All right, buddy. Like, I, don't, I think we got to wait a little longer." I was trying to be like positive about it. Yeah, we just got to wait a little longer. But see, buddy, I was like, "That that didn't hurt." And he's like, "Yes, it did." And I was like, "Did it feel like pain or pressure?" And He like thinks about it, and he's like. Uh, maybe both. And I'm like, no, buddy. Like, it's pressure. It's scary. That's why it's shocking to you. But I was like, I guarantee it did not hurt, man. Now, I don't know if it did or not. I was just trying to get it into his head. I'm like, buddy, you're fine. So, so after that, he's like, I'm never letting you pull it ever again. And I was like, all right, buddy. So then, like, fast forward a couple of days later, uh, Melissa talked him in, in, into it and was like, all right, let mommy pull it. And Melissa hates dealing with teeth or anything. So she's like, over it. Um, but she like convinced him And he was like alright Like daddy didn't do it So mommy will So Melissa tried and She also couldn't get it out So now double fail So like I told her I was like we gotta leave it go Like we're just We're a scar him at this point We really thought it was ready But apparently not So Austin fast forward A couple days later Now it's the weekend And he's legit Taking his tongue And pushing on the tooth And he can make it go Completely Vertical No Parallel he could be like completely flat out in a line Like that's how loose this tooth is Where I'm like now If I were to pull it now I would totally I would totally get it There's, there's no way it would hang on So uh, we, we finally start telling Zach Like you need to pull it What if you choke in your sleep And I'm like you're going to swallow it It's going to be in the toilet Blah blah Like making it all sound like disgusting So he wants to pull it So finally he, he decided He's going to go ahead and pull it So he goes in the bathroom Takes the thing And he freaking rips it out of his mouth and we're all like, wow, like that was shocking for Zach because Zach is more like a quiet kid, like quiet, doesn't want to get hurt, takes it easy, always has precautions, you know, doesn't like loud noises. <laughs> like Zach is like Melissa, but like we were very shocked that he pulled out, like ripped out his own tooth and he was like all excited. I like it! And I used to hate, I still hate how kids look when they're missing one of their front teeth. Oh, do I hate that? They look like such trailer trash. But I don't know, Zach it doesn't really bother me. I'm like, yeah, it is what it is. But I remember seeing, like, other kids, like, my, my friends that have kids. Or even my nieces and nephews. When they miss, like, a front tooth, I'm like, ew, that's disgusting. Get that thing away from me. Like, that's always how it is. But when we are coming back from the beach on Saturday, uh, we're like, so. So, as a truck driver, there's times, like, I see stuff happening way in front of me. And I'm pretty sure I know what it is. But I don't want to say anything unless I look stupid. But I know what it is. All right. So, for example, why is everyone breaking? For example, we're coming back from the beach. And I'm behind, like, a Chrysler pulling a U-Haul trailer, I guess. Like, definitely overweight. The thing is, like, sagging in the back. And I see him way up ahead of me. And it was just enough where I was, like, from where I was at, I was like since we look far ahead anyways I was just looking straight up there and I was like wow I that that's a huge U-Haul chair for that little little car. And all of a sudden as I'm watching it I see like smoke starting to come out. Where I'm like wait, what is that? And usually like tires won't do a smoke unless it like catches fire and then be like a white smokers. No, it'll be a black smoke I guess. Um white smoke is like um what's white smoke burning Blue smoke's burning oil, white smoke is burning water or something. I don't know. Something weird. Just there's different smokes. Can't think of it right now. Which is this is just proving my, my, my point to be dumb. But anyways, I'm watching. And I see smoke up ahead, and it was it was a black smoke. And I was like, that's not good. And it was like watching it, and I should have told Melissa, like, I think that car's on fire. But as we're approaching it, we're coming, 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 and I'm looking, and I just see smoke is starting to billow out of the bottom of this car pulling this u all trailer, and out of nowhere, it was like a rocket ball just shoots across the whole rear axle, and I could see it from, like, from where, where I'm at. It goes from left to right shoot a big, huge orange fireball, and luckily, I don't know if it made a noise or what, I think it's transmission, like blue or something like i, I don't know what else, what else it would be but he immediately put on his flashers and he dove over to the shoulder and i was like that's gonna ruin your entire vacation like like that like your car's broken now Ah, uh, that sucks i felt bad but anyways, i was saying that i wish like i called it out when i first saw it because then melissa was like wow you didn't see that coming like we, we were right there like right behind it who would have thought and I'm like to myself, like, well, no, like, I did see it coming. I knew something was wrong with the smoke and the way the heavy trailer was that he was pulling. But I don't want to say that to Melissa because then she'd be like, okay, Sam, you know everything. Like, well, no, but, like, I know what to look for. Like, I I don't know. I see things like that all, all, all the time to be like, like, he's not going to make it far. That's 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 not going to be a far thing. But you want to hear a problematic story. And, and so I, I talked to this. I talked about this with, with my buddy Bill At work And I don't know If it's immaturity Or what it is Like I know I'm, Im- immature In some things But sometimes I get so Mad I just can't Take it anymore like I, I, I just like It's like I see red And I just I just don't care For example And this story Might be true Or might not be true Disclaimer Um, We're coming Wow he's a forklift right on there So My buddy (laughs) We're leaving the beach And my imaginary buddy that, That I'm with Is pulling all his family's belongings Quote unquote Pulling all his family's belongings And you know how hard it is Pulling a beach wagon across sand and just everything's on. He's wearing like two different beach chairs on his back, you know, really sweating for the family. You know, yeah, his two sons, they have their own chairs, but for the majority, all the weight and all the pulling is from dad. So he's pulling across the beach. And when they walked up to like the little boardwalk area that takes them out to the street then where the car is parked, the boardwalk area loops through the woods And then it dumps you right out on like a crosswalk. And that's where all the vehicles are parked. And it's very, very busy for July 4th. So as he is sweating in turmoil and just trying to get everything up to the car, get it all done. As they came walking out of the woods to the crosswalk. Now remember, the crosswalk has two boards on each side like a curb. So, it keeps you on the crosswalk. So, you can't like pull your wagon off the little, I mean, off the, off the little boardwalk thing. Cause the boardwalk is like a foot above the ground in the jungle. So, you can't just walk off of it because there's like a little like wooden curb, like a little four by four long board of a, like a curb. So, as they're walking out, they come to the crosswalk and there is one car, black, right on the crosswalk. Like parked there because the parking was so packed for July 4th and they came super late. There was nowhere else to park. So they parked right on the crosswalk, smack dab. So when you're actually pulling your wagon off of the little boardwalk onto the crosswalk part, you can't really pull it over that four by four piece of wood because the car is blocking it, kind of like pinning you in there. So I got, my buddy got so mad that he purposely walked over there and while he had a chair on his back and pulling the wagon made it a necessity and a priority to rip the wagon, past the guy's car, scratching his door, scratching his bumper. He also turned his back with the beach chair and smashed the rear fender on it just to try to get by, which it was an accurate thing. He was trying to get by the car. That was going to happen either way. But my buddy just lost his mind. And you know what? It felt good. It felt good. That car person's gonna come out in all their ignorance, glory, and bliss, not having a care in the world, and go, oh, what happened to the backside of our car? It's 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 all scratched up. Oh, maybe it's because I parked in the fucking crosswalk! It felt good. It felt good. So is that immaturity? Like if something like that happens Are we supposed to be like You know what Those people just didn't know any better And they will continue to not Know any better the rest of their lives Because we should just let it go And they they will not know anything Or Is it our civic duty To punish The idiots where they will have a little spanky on their hiney and realize, oh, is that because I'm in a crosswalk? That makes sense because I'm blocking the actual sidewalk coming off of the beach. That makes sense. I totally deserved my car getting scratched up. This was my fault. I will think twice before blocking a crosswalk for sure. I will definitely think twice. Like, like that's what I think in my brain. I think people will learn a small lesson, and and they'll be like, "Well, I won't park on a crosswalk ever again," because I feel like that's like what's going to happen. And who knows if it's going to be worse next time? Maybe there'll be a smashed window. Maybe you getting over, buddy. Maybe there'll be a smashed window. Maybe there'll be a punctured tire or all four tires, or a dent in a fender or a quarter panel. You know. Scratches were the least of my worries. If anything, I'm lucky that this gentleman showed me mercy and didn't completely total out my car and steal my catalytic converter while I was parked like a freaking moron in the crosswalk. So see see how that works. So I can't figure it out. Is it immaturity because we let something bother us that bad? To impale damage to someone else's belongings But I feel like if nothing gets done No one will ever learn And I still, look, looking back in hindsight Did they even learn, did they even notice That the back of the car had all scratches and stuff on it I don't know Don't you come over buddy Alright, good job Looks like he's 16 <sighs> Losing my mind Losing my mind Yesterday I was uh, delivering And whenever I delivered at Disney I always noticed That Disney has a little thing um, In the back And it's called like Disney Is it Disney College or Disney University Oh I think it's Disney College And I've always wondered what that is With Disney College So I've, I've configured little Things in my head on what it could probably be and I always figured... that One at the Disney college is like... Where they teach you to be a mascot. You know? This is what the old Mickey does. So this is what you need to learn how to do too. To be a mascot for Disney. You know? Because like... You got to think... If you were to put yourself in a mascot suit... A lot of times their heads... Are on top of your shoulders. Like way above your normal head. So if you pretend to laugh... You have to pretend the hand motions go with the laughing. That's why like... If you see Mickey laughing... He puts his hands over his mouth (laughs) Because he's laughing Well you gotta think like that mouth Is where their head is The person's head Like looking out of their mouth That's where their eyeballs are at So when they pretend to laugh They have to cover their eyes with their gloves And then shake their body back and forth And we see Mickey laughing Covering his mouth But in reality the guy underneath is covering his eyeballs Because he knows how to laugh like Mickey so like I, I that's why I thought like Disney Colleges. It's it's probably things like that. Um that like where where they learn how to how to like do stuff. So I'm delivering to this new apartment complex. Uh brand new. It looked it looked really cool, it looked nice. And um I'm sorry I was to start this idiot truck, I gotta get my horn fixed. Um as I was talking to the person, it was some director guy who works for Disney. He was hired to come, come over there as a friggin' Disney person, I guess. Uh, I keep don't want to get over. Um, and I ended up asking him, I, I was like, yeah, so uh, these apartments look nice and everything. And I said, like, how much are these, like, to rent? Because I'm so curious about, like, rent prices. And he goes, oh, he goes, these are for the Disney college. They're almost like dorms. For the Disney College people, so they run about like two fifty a week. And I was like, "What dorms?" And I was like, "Is Disney College like accredited a course? A course?" And he goes, "No." He goes, "If anything, he goes, it's orientation and training, and it's all based around hospitality. That's why they're so nice. That's why they'll do anything for the people's experience. Make it for the family, the kids, all that jazz, and." He goes, so it's literally a hospitality course. He goes, but there's different There's different timings for these courses. There's a three-month, six-month, nine-month, 12-month, 18-month. Um, here goes a bunch of ambulances. Where are they going? Oh, an ambulance and a sheriff van. Oh, they're getting on I-4. Um, so... So yeah, so I'm like, like it kind of sounds a little dumb, like a little, little overrated. <laughs> sounds like a waste of money. But he he goes no, like because people like work so hard, like they love Disney so much, they want to fulfill their lifelong dream and come work for Disney. So that's why Disney wants to hire everybody, but they have to make sure that they know what they're doing. And that's why they all go to this Disney College. So I was like, well, how much do like the Disney people make while they're in college? And He goes, they make twelve bucks an hour. So I'm thinking about it all right so a 40-hour work week puts you at 480 bucks gross 480 bucks gross per week Oop. oh that person's getting pulled over oh boy <laughs> sucks they always run radar there you know you're getting a ticket um, so gross pay 12 12 dollars a week is 480 bucks gross and your rent for the dorm is 250 a week so what you you only have, like, 200 bucks. You only have, like, 200 bucks, like, the rest of the, like, before the week after after you get paid. Like, that sucks. And, and an 18, like, you wouldn't do that for 18 months. So, and then, like, you have to make sure that you find, like, if you move from, like, Utah and you got a job at Disney, you're all excited. You have to start figuring out, where you are going to work. where you are going to get money for for, like, a down payment on an apartment. You got to, like, think about all that stuff, buddy. I need my horn back so bad Um, So yeah So like that's not great at all Like why do people want to work at Disney (laughs) I feel like working at Disney Is such a childish That feels to me like immature Like when I see people That move to Florida for Disney Are you kidding me You moved to Florida So you could be next to a theme park Like what a dork like, seriously, I cannot wrap my head around it. It's none of my business. So, like, to, to each their own, great, happy for you. But, like, in my head, I cannot fathom moving, like, moving to Pennsylvania to be next to Dorney Park to get season passes every single year. When do you get tired of the rides? Like, how is that a thing? And people retire here. People retire here and they want to be next to Disney so they can go to Disney all the time. Like What? What? Blows my mind. Blows my mind And that's a thing I feel like that's Immaturity There's no way You're a freaking 45, 50 year old woman Or man I guess And you move next to a theme park Where a bunch of kids go And you want to be there too Like you're a kid You're immature That's what it is But hey Do easy zone If you're going to be immature You might as well own it You know so, whatever. People are going to hate me for that one, but it's true. I saw, I saw a funny sign yesterday. I was coming out of this little, uh, this little neighborhood. Speed limit's 25. Now, remember, if there are no signs posted in a residential area, I believe it's by law, actually. By law, it's 25 miles per hour. If there's no signs posted in a residential area. Residential area not like i'm not talking about 81 or the, a highway or whatever a residential area like any town if there's no signs posted i believe it's 25 i'm coming through this little area they did have signs posted 25 mile per hour zone and i'm coming through and I, my eyes catch this red and white sign now i'm big on signage and what kind of signage is real because i just got into a, in a conversation which i'll, I'll bring that back around again because you gotta be careful of what signs are real and what signs aren't so you might think that a sign is gonna hold you liable for damages no it doesn't work like that so anyways I'm, I'm coming out of this neighborhood speed limit is 25 and there's a little red and white sign on this road and it says small dog in area 15 mile per hour max only excuse me excuse <laughs> me Like, really? So you are an incompetent pet owner. And your dog gets out all the time because you're an idiot and don't know how to secure your dog on a leash. Or keep him inside. But then you're going to put out a sign to cover you. Small dog in area so all my neighbors have to go 15 miles per hour only. No freaking way. It makes you want to mash the gas and take off and hopefully see their dog. That's how that made me feel. (laughs) Wild. Well, that concludes the Bozo Buzz. Have a good week, everybody. Stay safe at work. Remember, if you're feeling down, turn that frown upside down. Just smile. It'll change your whole perspective on life. See you later. Let's get it. I'm with it.